morning, we want to look at the subject I entitled Self, Self-Centeredness, Selfishness, Being Self-Involved, and Being Self-Absorbed. Up on the screen, selfishness is defined as excessive concern for your own for your for your own welfare read with me for your own welfare for your own welfare good okay let's start again excessive concern for one's own welfare good or advantage at the expense of or in total disregard for others Matthew 16, verse 24, the Living Bible says, And Jesus said to his disciples, If any one of you, if any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me. May the Lord give us enlightenment and understanding. May we move from where we used to be to where we ought to be, so that the blessings of God, the Father, the Son, and the Spirit be multiplied unto us. So shall it be for you and I, in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, you may be seated. So, it is our interactive Sunday. <laughs> and so, Selfishness being the quality or state of being selfish, it is excessive concern for one's own welfare, good, or advantage at the expense of or in total disregard of others. So this morning, can I ask you, church, is selfishness becoming a problem or not? I want an answer. Is selfishness becoming a problem or not? I can't hear you. Are you worried about the person sitting next to you? I said, is selfishness becoming a problem or not? Do you even know there's something called selfishness towards God? People are so selfish to their spouse. The children are so selfish to their parents. And now there's even selfishness towards God. Have you ever heard that before? We'll get to that one. So, is selfishness a problem? Is it a reducing problem or is it a growing problem? Let, let, let your neighbor hear you. Is it? It's a growing problem. Is it getting out of hand or not? Is it getting out of hand or not? Is the government selfish? Are Nigerians selfish? No, no, we don't have selfish people in church. Do we have selfish people in church? What? Over what? Please. Extremely selfish. Thank you. Please clap for them. Clap for this couple for me. Now, what we do at Interactive is anybody is bold enough to say something, as soon as they get up, you clap for them. When they finish, we clap for them because everybody is valuable to us. It is a problem. Question then is, what is selfishness self? You know, because... What I think selfishness is may be different from yours. Do you think we all have a common understanding of what selfishness is? Okay, is there anybody here who doesn't know what selfishness is? We all know. Do you know when somebody is being selfish towards you? Is it your children? 
Where is my microphone? If you want to say something, give the person the microphone. Anybody. Put up the question up on the screen. Why are people selfish? Oh, you don't know. Okay, why are you selfish? Gang, 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 gang. Okay, let's clap for Sheo. She wants to say something. Why are people selfish? Uh, I think um, I am. We are all selfish to some point. Can you please clap for this real Christian? One real Christian in the house. She said she is and we all are. Are we all selfish? Small, medium, or big? Levels, different levels. I think it's um, um, understandable because there's a part of the Bible that says that um, we should love our brethren as we love ourselves. So I think it's just something that is natural, is instinct. Like if something is burning me now, I will forget that someone is beside me. I'm sure I'm going to first toss it away from my body. So it's natural. I think the only problem is when it's too much or when it's not controlled. I think you speak for a lot of us. Thank you, Sheo. So, do we agree that we all have a bit of selfishness? Help me ask your neighbor, is your own not more than my own? First now. Somebody is looking in the pastorate. Don't look that side. There are no selfish pastors. It doesn't exist. How did we become so selfish? Where did we learn it from? Are you the one that taught me? Am I the one that taught you? How did we learn to be selfish? Which school did you go to? You, did you bring it from heaven? Quiet, did you bring selfishness from heaven? Because I don't think it's your parents that taught you. He wants to say something. We learned it from Adam and Eve. How many of you agree with Coach, the, our coach said we learned it from Adam and Eve. Adamic nature. Oh, so we inherited it. You try. You try. You know, whatever you inherit, you cannot be responsible for it. You see, that answer is very dodgy. He said, now so they burn me. You sang well today. Don't, don't, don't spoil it with your selfishness. Praise God. Okay, we want to hear him. What are your hands doing? Anybody that's going to speak up? Yes, sir. Good morning, church. Good morning. Um, I think I, for me personally, I get to, I get to be selfish when I weigh in my own problems over um, the little or the problem coming from somewhere else. I tend to solve my own problem first. And sometimes I think um, um, helping someone is when I have excess. To, to give out, that's when it comes natural. That when you're struggling to get something, let's say you're targeting something and then someone comes to you, please give me little of this. And you, you assess yourself, you said, um, I've not gotten what I'm looking for. Uh-huh. Well, how, how can I take for what is not enough yeah. to give to you? Yeah. Or yeah. try. Help me clap for him, you try. You try, but you did pass the exam. I want to ask you a question. When 5,000 people were hungry, 
they asked the Lord, says, go and find out what you have. Everybody kept quiet. There was a little boy that had his lunch. How many loaves? Five loaves and two small fish. If he were to practice that doctrine, you said, what should he do with his fish? Okay. He didn't say big fish, small fish for small boy. He gave it. And the boy entered the book of God. It stands to reason, if something you reckon is not enough, why will I bring it out of that? The boy didn't hold any back. He gave everything. The Lord blessed. Everybody ate to their field, the Bible says, and they took 12 baskets full left. Who do you think the Lord gave it to? When the boy got home, there were 12 hefty men carrying big baskets on their head. The mother would have said, who are these people? What would he have said to them? I think it must have sounded like, I repented of my selfishness and this is my harvest. <laughs> so, okay, Grandma B. Let's clap for the 70-year-old Grandma B. <clears throat> I, I think we become selfish because of lack of security. Mm, we don't we feel be, secure in ourselves. Yeah, we begin to think of tomorrow, what tomorrow we hold. What are your hands doing? Wow. And that's why a lot of our politicians, they are selfish. They want to be there forever because they, want to, they don't want to use their seat to any other person because they are thinking of tomorrow. Tomorrow may not be what they think of. That's why they want to hold on to power forever because they are selfish. Okay, my big sister. Mrs. Oyenuga, the, the microphone. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, Church. Good morning, Big Sis. I'm going to look at uh, selfishness from another angle. Okay. Because I'm going to tell us that every human being is selfish. We yeah. have to say the truth. Uh, we, we are all selfish. We, we, we grudgingly admit. <laughs> because number one, you become selfish out, out of experience. Oh, oh, we're going somewhere now. We're beginning to move now. You have seen so many things in life. And sometimes some people take your generosity for stupid. What are your hands doing? Aha, uh -huh. we're making some progress now. Yeah. Some people around you, when you're so generous, they now see it as their entitlement. The day they ask and you don't give, it's like, hey. Are you okay? Are you okay? If Sometimes they don't even know that you too, you have your own problems. You have your own challenges. I, I will hear that Nigerians, when you're very generous and self, uh, what's that called? Selfless. They call you Mugu. Is that they true? call you Mugu. What does Mugu mean? How do you know? Why do you know? How, if you are not practicing, how come you know what Pastor, Mugu means? anytime anybody says that woman, that lady is, a nice person. It means she's stupid. They are using you. And let me tell you again, even Yoruba say you should be um, selfish. There's this proverb that says, So, how do you burn that of your neighbor? How do you burn that of your neighbor? What are your hands doing? Another thing <laughs> is that 
to prove that there's selfishness everywhere. Even in the plane, they are telling you if the mask comes down. Yeah, the oxygen, yeah. Use it first before you help even your own child. So selfishness is part of life. What I will just say is that don't overdo it. When you are able to help somebody, please do. But then let that person don't think it is your her right or his right that you must. We are all selfish. Let's be frank. Though uh, our leaders have taken it to another height, and that is why it is affecting everybody. And we are all selfish. We are all selfish. And God is going to be delivering us one by one. But, Amen. So shall it be. Thank you. No, no. That's not a generous, that's a selfish clapping. Pastor Yomi, please. That's selfish clapping. You know she hit the point. You see, even if you're clapping, you're selfish. Praise the Lord. Okay. Pastor Yomi. Selfishness is placing your own interest always before that and above, yes. The uh, the um, example our auntie gave. If you are in a plane and the mask drops, the oxygen level drops, you must attend to yourself first. Otherwise, you will not be able. Right. You will not be alive, alive, alive to attend. Yes. So, so that's, that's the reason. You must attend. I was going to say that, but the spirit is one. Can you clap for Pastor Yomi? But whenever you place your own, no, always, no matter what. So we need to be careful. There are some times you place your interest before others. It's essential, like when you are in a plane. But when you consistently do that, do that without regard, without regard. Um, sorry to mention names, Trump. <laughs> if you speak well of him he's your friend yeah. no matter how good you have been to him in the past the minute you, you criticize, criticize him, him he becomes your enemy and he goes all the way out for him he's always right so, so another word for selfish is selfish people can be vindictive they can be vindictive and they are self-absorbed and self-involved. They are self-involved and they are narcissists. Shogoibo, you see, you, you, hear, you hear English now, narcissists. Narcissistic. Mm-hmm. There's something called narcissism. Mm-hmm. I first heard it from Sahi, uh, what's that man? CNN. Some guy. GPS. Yeah. You know, and he broke it down. And that's what he described. So every time we want to take an action. We want to ask ourselves, in whose best interest, interest is, it? is this action? What are your hands doing? Come on now. Now, thank you, my big sister. You helped us. You opened it up. That the natural thing is to take care of, as they say, you take care of business. And that's my business. It is true that the Yoruba proverb said, It's talking about almost reflect action. You know, when you see mothers, mothers are so in love with their children that 
it's hard for you to see a mother selfish towards her children. So if we're going to take any example at all, we should defer to the women. What are your hands doing? The mothers, the way, it is almost impossible for you to see a mother selfish. She can be selfish to her husband, but to her children. I speak for the men. Come and surround me and defend me. Okay, but let me give you um, my quotation. Bring out my quotation by Dr. Femi Paul. I said, selfishness does not mean a lack of interest in yourself. Oh, no, I mean selflessness, I mean. The opposite of selfishness is what? Selflessness. No, selflessness does not mean a lack of interest in yourself, but it's just... It, but it just doesn't let your self-interest block out the interest in others and the interest of others. Am I in order? Selflessness does not mean a lack of interest in yourself. That's not what we're saying. But it's, it's just that it doesn't let your self-interest block out interest in others and the interests of others. It's a balance. Because if we're Christians, we know that the Word of God preaches selflessness. Let me ask you a question. In two of the most beautiful places written in the Bible, two places, the moment selfishness entered, pandemonium broke out. First, in heaven. Bible says war broke out in heaven. War came in heaven, not Niger. Why? Because Lucifer said, I, which is self, will be like the Most High. There's only one Most High. He said, I. He wanted to promote himself. It had nothing to God that made him. He says, I will be like the Most High. I also will sit on the sides of the mount. I will be like God. God said, what? Where is God's interest in that statement? And then he recruited out of self-interest. And being so self-involved, so self-absorbed, he recruited one-third of the angels of God. He didn't make, he can't make one angel. He stole one-third. And so there was a coup in heaven. Bible says war broke down, broke out in heaven. You see, sometimes when war broke out in a home, what's new? It started in heaven. War broke out even in church. The way, the only way the war could stop was God cast Satan out. He changed his name from Lucifer to Satan and cast all of them out. In the Garden of Eden, God, Bible says God, Planted a garden. Do you know what a garden is? A place of peace, serenity, and beauty. With fountains and springs and birds. You know, and the, the animals didn't know how to attack human beings at that point in time. They, they didn't attack human beings. God himself planted a garden. He supervised everything. He made a man and a woman. And their lives were not limited at that time. To enjoy God and his creation. Every evening, he visited them for fellowship. Can you imagine? Your life is so sweet. 
He's so good. Until somebody out of selfishness said, I, Satan said, if you eat this fruit, you will be like God. He says, God knows that the day you eat it, you'll be like him. What was he appealing to? What side of Eve was he appealing to? The selfish side. God made you. You are a creation. And gave you all this and gave himself to you. You said that one not rich. You know some people, the definition of the selfishness in a lot of people say, you can never be satisfied. Nobody can satisfy you. You know, let's talk. When God blesses you with somebody, a friend, a husband, a wife, if you two do, the way they were cast out of the garden, that's what happened. When somebody comes to recruit you, even in churches, some people say, you can preach as much as your pastor. What's he talking about? Carry some people and go and start a church. It's true. The person that taught you, you're suddenly better than the person. It's like some children. They don't know. There's no amount of height you have or muscle or money that the son will become the father and the father will become the son. Kushenery. So, where we should discuss selfishness is there's always somebody that will come and sell it to you. Eve was so blessed. Imagine, ladies, you have a husband that the first day he set eyes on you, ah, Oluwa Miu, this is the flesh of my flesh. This is the bones of my bones. He started to speak in tongues. The first time. He, and he did it in front of God. You know, even fear. In front of God. Just scatter body. You meet somebody like that. You now buy selfishness. You now lost everything. The two times. In the most two beautiful places, when selfishness manifested, everything scattered. Child of God, selfishness is a destroyer of good things. I'll give you another example. There was a handsome young man. God made him so handsome. His father was a very, very big man. His name was Saul. His father was called Kish. He was so dysfunctional, as tall, as handsome as he was, he couldn't find donkeys. You know, life can embarrass you. You can be so beautiful and you can't have a child. So what is the beauty about? You're so tall, you're so handsome, you're almost a giant. You can't find donkeys. And your father is an astute businessman, is a mover and a shaker. And you, his son, can't even find donkeys. And then God comes along and makes him king. And the man that God said to him, said, go and wait for me. I'm coming for sacrifice. The same fellow who could not find donkeys. That Samuel prophesied and anointed him king. The first king ever of Israel. So in position, Saul was number one. He got so conceited on what God gave him. The throne and the people God gave him. When Samuel delayed the coming, he said because the people were going to scatter from him, you that you couldn't find, he'd never had anything before. 
Because the people that God gave you is going to get scattered for you. You disobeyed God. You know what God says? He says, I have rejected Saul. He even rebuked Samuel. He says, don't ask me about Saul anymore. I have given the kingdom. I've turned it from his hand and given it to somebody who is less selfish than him. That is where we talk about selfishness towards God. When God blesses you and says, this one is my own. Like the tithe. He said, it's my own. And in your selfishness, because it's in your possession, you said you will not leave it. You're looking for trouble. Selfishness is, always happens to people, again, that God blessed. And they forget that it was God that blessed them. May we not end up like that in Jesus' name. We want to talk about selfishness. Let me, okay, so I gave you my quotation and I said that. Now, selfishness is equal to excessive self-interest. Selfishness is not a, a demonic thing. It is just excessive self-interest. Self-interest is normal. It's like Vasilomi saying that it is when it is too much. Now, selfishness is also extreme self-preoccupation. So at all times, you lack the capacity of thinking about other people. You're always thinking about yourself. Selfishness. How much of your time do you spend thinking about others, somebody else? Extreme what? Self-preoccupation. You're always thinking about yourself alone. Now, selfishness um, is a trait nobody wants to have accredited to them if someone is selfish they tend to only care about themselves and their own wants and desires we live in a world today that is fixated on the idea of being selfish especially as shown and especially as promoted in the media or social media channels i'm going somewhere with this give me my first image of selfish it says selfish people often mistake selfishness for strength so my big sister said people will call you mugu they will talk bad about you so in reaction to them sometimes we transgress you overcompensate for what you went through so you become an ugly version of yourself because of what you went through god forbid bad thing and so selfish people, from experience, for instance, often mistake selfishness for strength because selfless people are seen as weak people. Does this quotation make sense to you now? Selfish people often mistake selfishness for strength. They're already deceived. That is the work of Satan. It takes no talent, no intelligence, no self-control, and no effort to sacrifice other people for your ego. It is the normal thing. What is senior is selflessness. What is common is selfishness. It takes an elevated person to be selfless. Any fool or nikompo, forgive my French, can be selfish. So if you rise up 
It takes a rising for you to be like Christ. Is it not the same people that he helped that put him on the cross? But in the end, they did not become the Lord of all. Let me ask you. Thank you. I said the world we live in, the, the last comment I made, the, the world we we'll live in today is fixated on the idea of being friendship. They even sell it on the social media. How, uh, Omar, you need to shine your eye. So, the motto of this world is, Omar, shine your eye. Somebody give me another one. The, the cliche is that knowingly or not knowingly sell you the idea of selfishness. When they say shine your eye, I mean say no, no concern. Well, I not send. Come on, I, I not send. Is that how they say it? Or I not send anybody? Why are you pretending you don't know? Why are you pretending? Wait. Wake up. Woke up. No, I want to hear this one. I want to learn this one. Take your Okay, play your game. I play my game. I'm the only born again person here. I mean, I don't know what you're talking about. Stay your lane. I stay my lane. Ah. So if you want to cross the other side of the road, that means I'm not going to stop. Stay your lane and continue going forever and ever to hell. Even though the shortcut is here, I will block it. Stay your lane. I stay my lane. Hello, Day your day. Day your day. Make I day my day. Eh, na English with that. Yeah, yes, sir. Day my day. Okay, how many of you know that? Raise your hand. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray for all those hands for deliverance in Jesus' name. Day my day. I day. Day my day. You day your day. See, me, I'm teaching you good news. You are teaching me something else. Pastor, I'm reporting all these people to you. You know, have you heard the one that they tell our children today? They say, do you. They say, no, send anybody what? Do you. Which means, let your father stay. Let your mother's opinion say, Pastor, mm -mm -mm, do you. Eh. Is that not invitation to selfishness? I want to hear from you. Jimason. Jimason. You may wake up, collect your money. Have you heard the word, do your own thing? Which means everybody mind your business. The one that switch you, the one that pay you, do your own thing. Imagine in a marriage, day your day, I day my day. Oh, try gone. Eh. Some of you are going to kneel down and face the wall the way I'm looking at you. Day your day. I day my day. They <laughs> say, it tells the husband, do you. Ah, if you want to go out with the boys, do you. It's, have you heard the one, it's all about you? When you tell your children it's all about you, which means your parents too, they are supposed to be all about you. <laughs> have you heard the one, live for yourself? Meanwhile, the Bible says, no man liveth unto himself, and no man died unto himself. But they say, live to yourself. I have another one. It says, live your own life. 
Which means design the life you want. It doesn't matter whose ox is God. Face forward. Day your day. I day my day. Imagine if I imbibe that doctrine. I day here. I day my day. You day your day. So anytime I'm praying, I pray for myself. I don't pray for you. Should I day my day and you day your own day? So you know all these cliches. May God, may the Holy Spirit delete those names from your mind in Jesus' name. Give me my second image on um, selfishness. My second image. Listen to this one. It says, selfish people don't consider how their decisions affect others. Their own convenience is all that matters. When you ask something from me that is going to drain me, and you don't care, you just want to collect it from me. What happens to me when you're gone doesn't matter to you. Selfish people don't consider how their decisions affect others. Their only convenience, their own convenience is all that matters. Give me the next one. I did a research on this thing and I realized that the root of wickedness and the thing that spoils a lot of things is in all of us. It just needs to be brought out by temptation is selfishness. Listen, let's, let's read this together. Selfish people don't care about you unless you are doing something for them. Why are you clapping? Why are you clapping? Oh, they're not clapping on this side, so it's not true, eh? Selfish people don't care about you unless you're doing something for them. And once you stop doing it, they stop caring about it. Who knows that that is true? No, no. Who has experienced before? Let the Lord see your hand. As long, you know, some people, you think they like you. It's because you're giving them money. Like my big sister says, it's because you're doing something. The day you stop, they will not even remember the one you've done in the past. Look at your neighbor say, you, are you one of them? Help me look at your neighbor say, I'll tell pastor to pray for you. They don't even recall your good. In fact, they become so ugly the way they now stop talking about you. He's a wicked man. He's a selfish man. How can the selfish be calling somebody selfish? Am I in order? Why are you all quiet? I spoke about selfishness towards God. How could Eve be selfish towards God? You know what God said? He said, of all the trees that are in this garden, every one of them you can eat as much as you want. Only this one is my own. If you had a guest in your house, any room, anything, only this one leave. And not that one, you go carry. How would you feel? You see, you don't want to answer. I said, how would you feel? I said, how would you feel? That's how God felt. You know, when we display selfishness towards God, the way you feel is the way God feels. And this is a time a lot of us begin to think, in what ways have I been selfish towards God? Pastor K, can we clap for him? Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The story about when they were in the Garden of Eden, as you said, 
just leave this one for me. I relate it to being giving your tithe. That you have the whole money. You have the whole 90%. In short, the 100%. But this one 10% belongs mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. But yet, Eve went for that one, that 10%. Uh-huh. So, and it's the same story. About your tithe. Correct. How can somebody provide for you and say, leave this one? And you say, no. Everybody is quiet now. It means people are repenting. Praise God. With selfish thinking, what I discovered is there's no room for living for Christ. Once you engage in selfish thinking, there's no room for living for Christ. You see, this selfishness seems to be a small thing, but it's like a pollutant that you put in your water tank. How many of you have this uh, water dispenser in your office, your home? It's good. Somebody just takes a little poison and just puts a drop. And you say, what did I do? It's only a drop now. What happens to anybody that drinks it? They die or they go into a coma. With selfish thinking, there's no room for living for Christ. Now, what are the common forms of selfishness? For instance, which sex or age group is more guilty? The common forms of selfishness. When you borrow money from somebody and you don't pay back, Even when you now have the money, you don't pay back. Is that selfishness or not? If you're not answering, you are guilty. If you're not answering, I'm looking at you, you are guilty. Oh, it's not selfishness, it's wickedness. Come and take the microphone. You need to, you need to be doing this job now. So we can move from selfishness to wickedness. If you are guilty, may the mercy of the Lord deliver you. And if you have done it, go and make reparations. Hello. So that somebody's heart will be healed. You know, the people that used to help, like my big sister said, some of them don't do it anymore. I remember, Kule, you and I have some conversation. You know, this man is such an honorable man. He's a pastor. You know why I like you? He said, just leave me. I'll just be supporting you. He said, your life is difficult. He, He told me, because the people I, that came to church, they had nothing. I pray, I make all the phone calls when they make money. Phew. Some get proud. The next thing, phew, they're gone. And when they see me, I say, hello, pastor, how are you? And I'm looking at them say, and then as I finish thinking about that, somebody comes into my office and say, ah, life is hard, this and that. And the devil say, you want to go on that journey again? He said to you, Larry, I'm a pastor. Big sis, see me after. Me and you, I will enter one trouser. <laughs> I will ordain you. I will ordain you, big sis. <laughs> Can we put our hands together for the Lord? This is a good way to learn. So, when people borrow money, I'm talking about common forms of selfishness, and you know you're not going to pay back. And so, when you finish with this person, you go to the next street. When you finish with that next street, you... <laughs> 
after a while, the whole area, you have to move out. That's one form of selfishness. Is there any other form of selfishness? Is there any other form of self? I've given you my own example. Give me your own example. Raise your voice. I will echo you. One, one way of being selfish. Uh-huh. Another form of selfishness. is not inviting people to church. Not inviting people to church. This man is a Christian. You know what he's talking about? You come to church, you're blessed. You're, God meets you at the point of your need and you keep it to yourself. You don't invite people to church. You don't feel better than everybody on your street. Say, God has sorted you out. Day your day. I day my day. Can we clap for him? So, those of you that have not invited anybody to church in the last one month, day your day, I day my day. So, which sex or age group is more guilty of selfishness? Is it men or women? You know, some people sitting there to their husband or their wife, they're not saying anything. Who, which sex is, pastorate, answer me, which sex is more guilty of selfishness, men or women? Are you pastorate? You're answering, are you pastorate? The women, the women. Men, women. Men or women? Pastor, I'm a politician. <laughs> Okay, that, that was a mischievous question because it has nothing to do with gender. It has to do with the hearts. May the Lord purge our hearts from iniquity in Jesus' name. But interestingly, oh, I wish... I, okay, on Wednesday, I will show that video. I saw a video by a lady. It was a lady. It said, when women say love is proven by giving and they collect money, why is their own love not proven by giving money to the man also? <laughs> the, the equation is that love is demonstrated by giving mommy. Mommy, I won't give you a microphone. I won't give you a microphone. My mommy, I won't give you a microphone. <laughs> Why is the same love not demonstrated by women giving their husband money? See you, see you. Your, see your husband. Just, uh, <laughs> Give mommy microphone. I'm just playing with you, mommy. Okay, let's hear what mama will say. The women love is highly demonstrated by taking care of you. By putting food on your table, by carrying your baby in their room, Kule, Bao, see also. Sister Bonnie, I work for money as well. I have money. So you know, many things I give you, you don't give me. Many things that women give the men, men can give them. But women can still give you money. Hallelujah. Can you clap for my mommy? What's going on here? 
See my daughter, I think slap it for mommy. You, you will kneel down and face. I can't tell mommy to face the wall. You, you will face the wall. Temi, Temi Lolua, you are clapping. But mommy, you try, Sha. At the end, you now put some chicken in, but women can give small money to men. After they've collected big measure, press down, shaking together, and running over. Out of what I have given you, you will now take chicken and give back to me. God day. All the men say, God day. I'm not giving a woman this microphone again. <laughs> I want to hear from Minister Bauer. Minister Bauer wants to speak for us. Can we all the men celebrate this man of God? Aha, uh-huh, thank you. We're talking about selfishness. Uh-huh. Good afternoon, church. Good afternoon. Pastor, I will respond to your question. The first question you asked was, why do women, why do don't they give men, money to men? Uh-huh. The first one, is they don't give money to men because they invest their money in show and bad. That is one. But they do something else, Pastor. Uh-huh. They, when they give money to men, uh-huh. it's in front of borrowing, they collect it back. Oh! Oh! It's like an investment interest. But for all the women, when I try. So every time a woman gives you money, you're going to owe her more. So you know. Compound, compounded interest. Compound interest on the money. Okay. Okay. I don't want any trouble. All the women don't like me now because I asked that question. Which age group? Which age group is more? Give her the microphone. Give her the microphone. Clap for her. Clap for her. Uh-huh. Praise Lord. The new generation, Pastor, the new generation are more selfish. They're more selfish than us, the older generation. Ah, well, they say no, mommy, they say no. All this the new generation, they say no. Okay, let, let's, take, let's take a census. How many of us feel the new generation are more selfish than our own generation? My hand is up. My hand is up. See, all the ones that their hand is not up, they're very young. You want to talk? Come here, come and say what you want to say. You are that generation. You are their generation. <laughs> Attention. Objection. Okay, I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. Let's hear her. Okay, go to her with the other microphone. Oh, yeah, my girl. Good afternoon, church. Good afternoon, dear. Yeah. I, I want to object. But I... You want to object. Are you in a court of law? Are you a lawyer? No, sir. When were you called to buy? You want to object? <laughs> okay. Um, my take on that is, in, I think this is passed down to this generation. Oh, we passed it down. Yes. Okay. Why, why I said it's passed down to this generation is, you know, when we're... Um, okay, let me use from the politician angle and from the office holders angle to explain. When you put in your efforts as juniors to work and when the return comes, the head keeps it and said, they take the glory. 
whatever comes with the glory, they keep. They don't share it to go around. Same thing the politicians are doing. Once they get whatever is meant for the whole community or for their whole constituency, they keep it and enrich themselves. At the end of the day, they, they are forming rich and going all over the places. They don't utilize the money. They don't do what. And when other people complain, they said, wait for your turn. Oh, so not turn by turn. Yes. So they say, wait for your turn. And from there, it, it continues. Oh, so that's how... That's how this is passed down to this generation. Her argument makes some sense. Well, maybe we didn't set a good example. May God forgive us. But you, let me, t- let me reply you too. You know, in the court of law, when you speak, I have a right of reply. Me, I'm the real lawyer. If we passed it down to you, you know what you did? You fertilized it. You grew it, good measure, pressed down, shaking together, and all over the place. So you can't win the thing. Oh, yeah. Fire. Uh-huh. Give her the microphone. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Um, my own point, I think uh, the old generation, they spoil so many things. In the sense that uh, um, in the olden days, they've enjoyed better of good life of this country. Yeah. Now, they spoil everything in the sense that most of the things they enjoy when the uh, uh, country was good, good education, free education, uh, good health care, um, scholarship. But this day, they are old generation, they are not doing that. They destroy everything. And they are still doing that. Uh, so, that is the justification that this generation can be more and more selfish. Oh, try, go. They give you the opportunity. We're talking about selfishness. You are, you are justifying can selfishness be justified? Children of God, can ju- selfishness be justified? Okay, if I do wrong, must you follow me? Give her the microphone. You wanted to say something. But can you clap for him first? I, I like your courage. I like that. I like that. <laughs> Beautiful morning, everyone. Beautiful morning to you too. <laughs> okay, if you ask me, there is, yes, there is nobody that is more selfish than any other person because if it's sex, both men and women, all of us are, are selfish. selfish. So, in conclusion, they our body. Come on, clap for her. He said, day we body, day we body, all of us. Plus uh, Generation Z, plus Generation Old, plus Generation Grandma, a day for everybody. May God deliver us from this ugliness. Okay, Toby, you want to speak for the Gen Z? Finally. Uh, good evening, everyone. Good evening, church. Are you accusing me of being, of being selfish with the microphone? Good morning, everyone. Apologies for the time. I greeted, yes. So, I'm going to speak generally and also narrow it down. My generation mm, is, is actually millennial. I'm not Gen Z, but I'm best of both worlds. Now, the thing is, I was selfish at one point, but I won't call it selfish. I'll call it entitled. Because... Eh, 
okay, another form of selfishness is entitlement. Uh, clap for me, clap for me. That's an, that's the answer. Another form of selfishness is entitlement. Why are these young people feeling so entitled? Wait, wait. Uh, this, this, this is why someone said it's your generation. I'm did all this. Calm down. So this is it. Eh? If the entitlement is because when I was growing up, eh, your generation really, you know, I won't say pampered, but you guys, you know, really took good care of us. So yeah. now that... The, Let's clap for ourselves, though. We try. We try. So now that the, the country has changed, times have changed, a lot of things have changed, do, you, do we still have that, um, that tendency to want things? Now, the reason why a number can say that Toby is different is because I had people talking to me daily. Now, one thing you can use to help this generation is keep talking. Now, I have my uncle. We, he kept talking. Uncle Lake, he kept talking. My mom kept talking. Pastor kept talking. I people, it was annoying. I was like, because it was like, why are you guys talking, talking? But let me tell you one thing. Eh? So far, you put them in the way of God. That talk, 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 talk will reform them from within. So now, no, don't clap for me. Wait. But mom, I love you. I love you. I love you. I love you. Just wait. So what I'm trying to say is that this selfishness thing, eh? now the age group is, is in everybody, but it's just like, um, it's just like um, tendencies we have. You need to take them out. Now, a lot of times, eh, um, I don't like saying your generation, but the older generations, what they do now is, ah, Gen Z, it's why they are becoming like this. Oh, he made a point there. He made a point. Let's celebrate him for that. He made a point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, be selfish. No, so, Don't be selfish. The thing is, with this, so uh, may I, I target war syndrome. As per war, I beg. I'm a lot more call, call. Eh, my you right bad, but basically, let's whosoever mm-hmm. uh, that kind of thing. Yeah, let's whosoever parents, if whoever your child is, go and go and take care of Not to concern before it was, it was not like that. That kind of thing. There's some church going on back there. Ma? Yes, that kind of thing. Because an entire village and more actually raised me. Yeah. And because my mom wasn't the kind to shelter me, even though I was quite pampered, you know, but in me, but still, the, the, the will of God was in my heart. I was grown, I was grown with God. So I knew to listen to. So so the community around you yes. moved you from being feeling entitled and spoiled. And you began to shed your selfishness and yes. your entitlement. Yes. And so the lesson is this, that part of the way to win the selfishness scourge is for all of us to be part of a system that discourages um, selfishness and encourages people, and particularly children. Can you clap for him, please? That's, that's a good lesson. That's a good lesson. Now, let me go to the Word of God. Let me go to what Are you learning something today? I think this is better than a sermon. If I try to preach a sermon on selfishness, you'll have fallen asleep. Now you are awake for the first time. I can see your eyes. 1 Corinthians 13, verses 2c and 5a is going to come up on the screen. The New Century Version of the Bible says, it's talking about the chapter of love. It says, if I do not have love, then I am nothing. Love is not root. It is not selfish. And if I don't have love, I am nothing. And this love is not selfish. You know, I'm worried now. So does that mean that selfish people cannot have love? 
Okay, I'll come to you. The contemporary English version of 5A says love isn't selfish. One short word, sentence, love isn't selfish. No, no, contemporary English version, not amplified, contemporary English version, you have it. Love isn't selfish. It is the amplifier that says love is not self-seeking. Self-seeking is another description of selfish. But the contemporary English version says love isn't selfish. And if you don't have love, as far as God is concerned, you are zero. And if you have selfishness, you cannot have love. May we not stand before the Lord and we find out we're zero. Okay, my girl. Clap for my Timmy girl. Junior. Good morning, Pastor. Good morning, Chuck. No, no. Good morning, Daddy. I want everybody to know you're my daughter. And I'm, so, I'm so proud of you. Eh? Don't say Pastor. Good morning, Daddy. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> okay, so we asked the question that who is the most selfish age group? I'm going to let credence to what will be said. The first thing that came to my mind, babies and toddlers, they only care about themselves. They don't care about whether you are tired, when they are crying, when they want something. Eh, but they are baby now. Are you a baby? Are you a baby? I'm going somewhere. That's what I wanted to say. And some people grow up with that. Oh, they don't stop being babies. Oh, no. Constant uh, wanting resources. Constant this, constant that. So that's why when people grow up, it's not a baby. Oh, is that what they mean? Of selfishness, yes. When you are already a man, you are still a baby. A baby. With children, with babies, with all that, it's always about them. And what they want. What they want, what they need. They don't care whether you are tired. They don't care whether you are broke. They don't care whether you had a long day. They don't care whether that. Ch- you mean there's some people that still behave like that? Yes. Yeah. They're not dead this church. They're not dead this church. They're not dead this church. Can you clap for my girl, Timmy? All right. The mommy of the champ. Let's hear you. Okay, praise God. Hallelujah. Is it hereditary? <laughs> Why I'm saying so? I have a cousin. When he was like four or five, he would have like ten candies. And you say, please give me one. He would look at his fingers and say, no, I can't. Then I'll have nine. He's in his 40s today. He grew up like that. But he started when he was young. <laughs> so he grew up till they... Now he has two siblings. They're girls. They do so much. The mother is not like that. The father is not like that. But he just came differently. I don't know where he got it from. But he's in his 40s now. When he wanted to get married, everybody did everything for him. He has children. He wants to take his children now to his aged mother to look after. So what I want to know is that why was he like that? Why was he different? Because the entire family is not like that. So where did he get to- Can you clap for her? Can you clap for her? You read my notes. The next question I was going to ask is, so why are some people really selfish? And why do some people remain selfish no matter what I teach them? Now, I'm coming close to your seat. When I say, why do some people remain selfish no matter how hard I have tried to teach them? Yeah, that morning is Coco, Coco. Pastor is knocking on your door. Somebody help me. Can we, can we appreciate her for that? 
Now, I'm going to have to bring this to a close because our time is gone. But have you learned something? Is this not church unusual? And I'm going to try and wrap up on Sunday. There's a lot more for us to discuss. Now, I'm going to try and answer that question. If his sisters are not like that, it's not hereditary. In fact, selfishness is not hereditary. Selfishness now your bad character, your own. <laughs> that, because his sisters are not like that. What, has he, what Are his children like that? Oh, little babies. So we don't, we don't know yet. Okay. Okay, but the thing is this. We all have proclivities and tendencies to be bad. We have a duty to look in the mirror. Come on now. And you know what the Bible says? The word of God is the mirror. Whoever looks into eternal love, liberty, and sees the manner of man he is. As, I, as we speak today, if you're going to tell the truth, when I talk about people borrow money, they don't pay money, some people say, somebody has told pastor about me. As you talk about some women, they know they give their husband money, even on his birthday, Lai some women, they're saying, ah, my husband has told pastor about me. So, that's the way you look into the mirror. As we progress, what every one of us should do is repent. There's a section of this talk about justification. Why do we justify selfishness? Let me ask two people very quickly. Do people try to justify their selfishness or not? Give her the mic. How do we justify that? Pastor, the thing is, some people don't even, they are not even aware they are selfish. You're hey, 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 wait, 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 wait. Did you hear what she said? It says some people are not aware they're selfish. Is that true? Emil Gao. Sir, they don't know because that's why they can justify it. No, the people that justify it, they're Ogbologo. They don't want to change, so they will find some spurious explanation why they should continue in what they're doing. So if you borrow money from me, you don't return the money, and I ask you, you want to start fighting with me, I say, uh -uh, it's not a matter of fight, just give my money back. So you don't know that what you did is selfish. I don't plan not to pay you back. Put your microphone up. You don't, you, you don't plan. I didn't plan. But you plan to spend the money. No, I did. Something happened, which is... Uh, something they always happen to everybody. Even me, something happened to me. No, Pastor. You see, that's how we always justify it. We always just find something, somewhere, somehow. We justify the reason why... We don't, why we are selfish. You know you are selfish, but you know, you've made up your, you're not even aware. Is it not because you don't want to repent? You have to find a way to justify it so that you can continue. Pastor, you can only repent when you are aware that what you are doing is wrong. Okay, today, all of you know that what you're doing is wrong. Repent in Jesus' name. A round of applause for her. Hi. Ah. Okay, MD, I'll, I'll come to you. MD, take your microphone there. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Are some of your members in choir, they're selfish. That's a question by the Holy Spirit. Some of them, are they selfish? If you plead the Fourth Amendment. Pastor, the Bible says we should love our members as ourselves. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to love myself first before I can love you. Yes, this, that's fine. This, this is 
So this is what all some people base their selfishness on. I've not had enough. Buy so for why myself. Would I now give you what I've not had enough of. Let me let me answer that question. So that's what happens. The Bible says, if your brother is hungry, what did he say? Pray and fast. He said, give him food. Did he say give him food because you have five course meal in your house? The, the answer is, if your brother is naked and you have two coats, only two. So 50% of whatever you already have should be available to obey that instruction of loving your neighbor as yourself. What are your hands doing? A hand. You are the one talking. Oh, don't say, Pastor, the service was wrong. Good. What do you do? And God did not say if you have one coach. You are, you are doing extension of the Bible. No, no, no. We are not doing extension of the Bible. So if you have one coach, then you go to somebody that has two coats. Say, the Lord needed one coach for this fellow. You for talk, oh. Mommy, you for talk. Praise the Lord. Huh. I, I think um, the first is uh, as you're going up, there are things you encounter as you're going up. So those things basically forms your moral behavior and character. So and, um, if as you're growing up, as you begin to make decisions and there are no strong moral values that begins to uh, modifies those characters you picked up as you're growing up. So you grew up that way and there is nothing you can do about it and nothing can change because um, that's, why, that's why you should invite people to church because anybody that comes to church like Grace Assembly, except you don't want to change, you will hear the word that will direct you in the right place. What are your hands doing? Is that not true? Aha! Uh-huh. See, um, you know, the, the Bible also admonishes that um, as we are growing up, we should also, that was why the Bible says, uh, to, to, to faith, you should have patience, to patience, you have love. So it is only when you begin to meet, interact with people like that, you now begin to see the, uh, the reasons why you need to your change. Selfish character needs to begin to. Drop. Praise the Lord. Can you help me appreciate him? We, I want to bring this... Oh no, I, we need to bring this to a close. I want to invite you on Wednesday to let us conclude this discussion on selfishness. I'm allowing you to speak a lot. I haven't spoken a lot. I have some things to say. Um, last Wednesday, it was, it was an online service and a lot of you joined. And I... I, I, I transmitted the service from home. Did you enjoy the service? Those of you. Aha. This Wednesday, I will be here. Some people will be here, but it's just going to be the same powerful experience. So we can't do something halfway. Let us finish it together on Sunday and even invite somebody and say, tell them that this part, in fact, the link will be posted for this service so that they'll be excited to join us because the, the people that are making you sad is because they don't listen to this kind of word. So as you share the word, our lives become better in Jesus' name. Give me the next image, the fourth image, very quickly. I want to, our time is gone. Read this with me. A selfish person cannot love, for love requires selflessness. 
That's a strong equation. Love requires selflessness. So if you meet somebody that is selfish and you're looking for love, you've met the wrong person. And if you are not selfless, people should wait until God touches your heart. It's a, it's a very, very serious thing. Let me, let me share the blessings before we go home. Mm. Um, the scripture says, Matthew 16, verse 25b, the message Bible, multimedia race to the end, please. Matthew 16, 25b, the message Bible says, self-sacrifice is the way. It is my way to finding yourself, your true self. And Psalm 37, verses 1 to 3, the Living Bible. I want to leave you with this till we meet on Wednesday. It says, never envy the wicked. And it's using the word wicked to describe selfish people. Soon they fade away like grass and disappear. Trust in the Lord instead. Be what? kind. You cannot be selfish and be a kind person. It's not possible. Be kind and good. You cannot be a selfish person and be good to others. You only be good to yourself. So trust in the Lord instead. Be kind and good to others. Listen to this. Then you will live safely here in the land and do what? And prosper. So shall it be for you, for me, and for all of us. Blessed be God in Jesus' name. Have you been blessed this morning? Help me celebrate the Lord. And may the things that we have learned today um, shape our lives for better in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know, to the selfish, the Bible says, do not be wise in your own eyes. Selfish people think they're smarter than everybody else. Do not be wise in your own eyes. But we leave that for uh, Wednesday. And um, another version says, do not be impressed with your own wicked.